What is going on, guys? Welcome back to Collective Comics and the Lights Comics Action Podcast. We are diving into episode number 19 here today. 19. I am joined by the homie Jake. What's up, man? What's going on, man? How you doing? Uh, good. I mean, we just saw each other last night to see Ant-Man. We did. We went and saw Ant-Man. <laughs> yeah. Man. Ant-Man. That's what this is about. But I, I was, do. I was excited. I was excited, too. Right. I mean... I you you know my thoughts on Ant Man. You know what I mean. Yeah, it is yeah. what it is. It's Ant Man. Um, but I do want to start because last week we made this big deal about our audio listeners, and then go over to YouTube and leave a comment. But then every time I uploaded the video, it got corrupted. And I don't think the video came out till like Friday. Yeah, I don't <laughs> so think so either. If you were out there looking for the YouTube video, that's what happened. Uh, you know, technology things, right? So it yeah. happens. This one should go up on time, <laughs> right. but we're also recording later. Like usually, we record on Tuesdays for the next week, but this is Sunday, and this comes out in like two or three days. So right. we have to hurry up and yep, edit. That that's we'll see what happens. We usually have quite a few days to edit, but yeah. now we gotta wrap it all up and yep. do it really fast. Yep. I don't. I don't mind it. I like the pressure. <laughs> I didn't. I'm lying. <laughs> <laughs> if I said it, I'm lying. You know, right? Um, what well, yeah, else we, is up, man? Ah, uh, nothing much, man. Everybody's been uh, coming through the whatnot. There you go. Just been really sick. You doing the streams yet? Are you up and running? Oh, How's no, the basement? No, 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 no. We started painting. You so started painting. There's paint on the walls. The last final it, steps. We, man. we got. We got a long way to go still. You're getting there. You're getting there. Yeah. How does it feel? You're almost there. Final stretch. It's nice to be almost done with one room. <laughs> we actually got lights up in one of the rooms that didn't have lights. We got paint on the walls in two of the rooms. So after we finish these two, then we have a whole nother room to get started on. And that's, yeah. There we go. I was like, we're going to finish this in three weeks. Well, it might be three months, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> that's usually how it goes. I feel like that's how majority of my projects end up going. Right. You know, every once in a while we get to start a couple months early with an episode zero of Lights Comics Action, yeah. and then that's a one-and-done type thing, you know, and then yeah. we're, we're up and running, <laughs> and then we're falling yeah, behind I, the uh, I'm not a drywall guy. I don't... I No. We've, have you <laughs> I, done it before? I mean, I've... I've hung it. Like, I've hung drywall. Uh-huh. I've cut drywall. I've done all that. When it comes to, like, the mudding and the taping, I don't do that. Yeah. But this this time, we did it, and that took a lot longer than I thought it would. Yeah. I feel like uh, TikTok probably makes it look real easy. Yeah. There's a lot of things on TikTok that make <laughs> that look real easy. Yeah. When you got a professional yeah. that's been doing it for, like, 30 years. Yeah. Makes it, makes Man, it look simple. It was, it was crappy. <laughs> it just had mud everywhere. It's just... It got to the point where I was like, it's good enough. Put mo- put paint on it. <laughs> right. We're slapping paint on yeah. it. We're covering it up. <laughs> we made the joke. We're just like, we're going to hang something over it. Right. Like, wherever there's a mistake, we're just going to hang a picture over it. <laughs> just get a it's, fish tank. It's like, why is there a picture three inches off the floor? Like, Don't worry about it. That's this new thing that people are trying. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of trying, no. It was a mess. Yeah. But you know how people usually do the top half of their wall? You yeah. Do the bottom half and leave the top half blank. It's also one of those things where, like, if you've never done it before and you you didn't do it yourself like yeah. you probably don't see any of the issues but like now because we did it we we could go in there and point out oh, that's messed up right there it's messed up right there yeah and it's crazy too because like we bought a flipped house 
and they're you know flips gone wrong it's like everything falls apart after being in it for however long okay but now it's like now that we're doing drywall and mudding and taping we're like there's tape on the wall there there's tape on the wall <laughs> just like in our bedroom we're like right. there's a there's a seam right there in the drywall that they didn't cover up you realize there, what there's they did? a bubble in the tape right there yeah we're <laughs> like <laughs> my wife is always just like you can see it in this drywall. <laughs> it's just like stuff we never would have realized right. before. You know, it's just crazy. I didn't realize uh, up until painting that um, it, there's definitely like a radius to all walls. Walls aren't completely flat. Oh, and, yeah. and the term is like how plumb. Yeah, yeah. It is. It's not like flush. Right, yeah, how you yeah. you think it would be. Uh, it's plumb. My wife's dad helped me build a wall, and he's like, oh, plumb it up. I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, no, I've never plumbing, heard that dude. before. <laughs> we're not doing yeah. plumbing. Yeah. Where's the toilet at, yeah, man? Right. <laughs> like, it was, I don't want a bathroom. Right? Yeah, I don't want to put a toilet here, man. <laughs> yeah, we had to take a bathroom out of the basement to stop the flooding. Mm -hmm. So plumbing in the basement, no go. No go. Get in at plumb. That's a whole nother thing. <laughs> <laughs> this has been an eye-opening experience. Right. Uh, uh, it'll be cool when it's done, though. Construction with collective comics. <laughs> I don't think that's a channel that's happening anytime <laughs> soon. It'd be rigging with collective comics. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> How to get by by just getting your teeth. Not just good, but good enough with right. collective comics. <laughs> Oh, that's it, the segment. It would, be, right? it would be a joke. Good enough, man. But yeah, uh, as you were saying, we were together last night. Yep. And we went and saw Ant Man Quantumania. Yes. Which came out the night before. Yep. Yeah, I had to work. So we couldn't go that night. But Saturday night, we ended up seeing it. Yeah, we try and to go as early as we can, as right, close to yeah. opening night and, and getting the closest show possible. Right. Um,. Mostly because then we can shoot earlier and have more time to edit. But yeah, yeah, I I want to start off by saying I'm I'd much rather watch this stuff in my house. <laughs> you started off the movie. I think we weren't even into the movie yet, and you said that. Yeah, I think was, it was like the first commercial or something. Yeah, because there was like a AMC like enjoy your movie or something i was like yeah. i'd enjoy it more in my house yeah <laughs> dude i i was having a go of it for a little bit dude some people like we were just chilling we were there yeah you know some people walked up behind us hit me in the head with something oh so, did they yeah something hit me in the head happened. i'm like okay they were walking by whatever stuff is cool right it happens and then i'm a big dude mm -hmm. right so i'm just trying to be comfortable in my seat they sit down behind me and they're just like i don't know if they're kicking it kneeling it like bouncing their leg but my uh. my chair's like <laughs> i'm like what is happening i'm like we need to move you know so uh, then we moved down a row which is fine because then the railing was there we were putting put our feet on it whatever but then i sit down <laughs> and the chair is broken yeah. i almost ended up on my butt <laughs> oh my god mine was squeaking like crazy I, was in the chair. I think I was in the chair that was connected to the broken one that you sat in. Oh, so yeah, then yeah. It just, like, I leaned back, and Nicole had just, my girlfriend, had just went to go and get, like, refill the oh, pot yeah, yeah. or something like that. And then you're like, do you want to move up front? They're kind of kicking my seat. And yeah. I was like, yeah, sure, let's let's go up front. I was like, the bar's there anyways, whatever. I was, I was in there looking like the thing bobblehead, man. <laughs> I was just, like, <laughs> bouncing around, bro. It probably wasn't that dramatic, but after like <laughs> I didn't notice consistently of just like bouncing, I'm like, no, I'm not watching a whole movie like this. Right. Yeah. And then um I I I'm uh, 
after we moved, I immediately realized that people sat behind us. So I yeah. kind of figured, I was like, he's not escaping it today, you know? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. There's a whole other story to that. But Nicole came back. Yeah. And then you she like, was like, what? Why did you move? And I was yeah. like, I like tried to make it obvious. Like, so like people yeah. behind us didn't start crap. And I was like, so we can put our feet on the bar. Yeah. You know? yeah. And I was like, Jake was getting kicked. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, first she was walking back. She didn't know we moved. And you like reached over and like, hey, we're right here. But she didn't know it was you at first. <laughs> I think you scared the crap out of her. <laughs> She's like, what? <laughs> Someone's just reaching out to her. Yeah. Like, hey. <laughs> But then we start we start the movie or mm-hmm. the people sit behind us and I swear to God they it sounded like they were yeah I noticed it too dude <laughs> You see I didn't notice the chewing Olivia noticed the chewing and you're on the other side of me hearing the chewing I yeah, didn't hear the chewing There's now a gap we're like we were started off sitting next to each yeah. other but then because of the broken chair we we couldn't sit next to oh, each other not. and I was real upset but <laughs> bro it sounded like they're, you know, those gigantic bags of like off brand cereal. Yeah. It sounded like they were eating out of one of those. <laughs> like one piece at a time. Like, I don't know if they had the biggest bag of chips in the world. Oh my God. Whatever it was, they were eating it one piece at a time. Because every <laughs> couple seconds, it was like. <laughs> Just over and over. And my wife is like, she she's like, I had to turn away from them just to like get away from the chewing a little yeah, bit. Dude. I was like, I didn't I didn't hear the chewing. That's so funny because that it's it's the first movie that I've ever noticed the like the chewing of popcorn. Yeah. And it, you know, because then once that started happening behind us, I realized the whole theater was doing it. <laughs> and then I just couldn't not hear it. You know what I'm saying? So well, like it like it pointed it out, and then I was like does this happen at every movie? And then I listened, and everybody's doing it. So I'm like, oh, boy, to okay. Be fair, to be fair, we usually go to, like, 11 o'clock showings. Yes. Like, we'll go to, like, the 11 o'clock showing the Thursday before the movie comes out or whatever. And typically, we're, like, the only ones in there. Maybe one other couple, a couple other people. It really depends on what it is. But this time, there were people. Yeah. And they, they made themselves known. Yeah, <laughs> they were like, "Yo, it we're, was dinner time, dude. It we're was, here too." <laughs> yeah, yeah they, it was six forty-five. Seeing Flamin' Yon and like <laughs> just making sandwiches. Everybody right. in that theater was a sandwich artist, bro. They were yeah, just like, dude. <laughs> just mayonnaise. They might as well pull out a, a George Foreman grill oh and just started sizzling some bacon right then and there. Because you could, you heard everything. I one hundred percent agree with that. That's the first movie that I've noticed that. But then once she sat down. She noticed my chair start squeaking every time I like lean back. Yeah. Oh, mine squeaks. I don't know if it picks that up. <laughs> but every time I would lean back or like slightly move or like move my leg up to the yeah. bar, you'd hear it. <laughs> you know? So then I noticed that. And I then I realized that. that there's like six other seats in the theater doing that as well. Oh, my God. So then every once in a while, you know, maybe the movie would calm down and be a really dramatic part. And, uh, you would just hear from like the opposite corner, just. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Here's the thing. I oh, I already like I like my house. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Uh, I I have I don't I don't think I have a crazy big TV. I, I don't know what it is. It's like maybe seventy, maybe less. We got it on crazy deal like years ago. But we have a sound bar. We have a couch, obviously. You made it. You made like, it your little nook. You like, know? I'd rather sit there and watch a movie already. Like, even if I was in the theater by myself, I'd just rather be at my house, not paying 
$17 for a soda and popcorn. Oh, gosh, you know, yeah. You know, my, my wife got up in the middle of it, and she's like, I have to go to the bathroom. I'm like, all right. And then she's like, I don't really want to miss anything. I was like, see, at home, we could pause it. We could, you know what I mean? Yeah, I could, rewind it. I could pause it, make a pizza, and go back and finish it. You know what I mean? 100%. Man, so I already, like, didn't want to, like, I already, like, would rather watch movies at my house. And then that was the night that we had. I was like, are you serious? Yeah. I was like, maybe we'll never go to that movie theater again. Because I think when we... It's that theater, 100%. When we saw Black Adam, we went to a different theater. Mm -hmm. And I think I like that one more. Yeah. But it's just like so much further away. You know what I mean? There's a new... There's not a new one where the... Real quick, I don't know if this matters even to the the listeners, but they redid the Portage IMAX. I heard that. if If anybody's in the area in Northwest Indiana... Portage IMAX was redone. It's no longer IMAX. Yeah, it's so like it's one of those like recliner ones now, right? Yes, dude. Yeah. And they have these seats and like the the ones all the way up to the front, they're like love seats, but they're long love seats. You can right. it, it's like a big futon. And you can sit there, like your whole family can sit there with um with the, the <laughs> kid on the ottoman, you know what yeah. I'm saying? It, it it's it's loungeable. See, we and then would. every single one reclines. Like now I think it's a lot more common, but like when I was Back in Wisconsin, I remember up in some prairie, if anybody's from Wisconsin, um, they had just got one. That was like the first one in the area. And you went and it was like big recliners and they bring the food out to you. You order like sandwiches, pizza, whatever. And like, that's cool. But then we got like a gift card to that theater chain, whatever. And the the closest one was in like Chicago or uh, like Country Club Hills or something. Mm -hmm. And we went there and like... All the recliners were broken. Like, oh, really? it, it was bad. So I was like, okay, so I'm not going to any more of these. But it sounds like the Portage one is really nice. Other yeah. people have told me about it. And I think it's it's Tuesday night. It's tu- Yeah, it's Tuesday nights. They do $5 movies. Oh, really? Yeah. So we could have we waited a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Went to Portage a little bit, which is a little bit farther away. And uh, went to $2 movies. Hey, there's know? some other good movies coming out. So uh, maybe we'll go to one anyways. Yeah, I mean, definitely. There's there's a lot of cool movies yeah. coming out, but we're talking Ant Man, Quantum Mania. I am, man. We're done. <laughs> AMC, not a sponsor, obviously. Yeah, the the other one. Once I figure out, it's Cinemark. not Cinem- No, no, no. Cinemark is the first one we went to for Black Adam. Yeah, it's something and different. Then, yeah, I don't know what the one in Portage in, is. In Portage, when I remember it, it's it'll it might be right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it'll be right there. Maybe that they, they want to reach out to us and sponsor it because I really like their theater and I wouldn't mind that. Yeah. That'd be kind of sick. Well, but. I've never been there, so maybe we'll have to make a field trip and go see a movie and then we'll talk about how cool it is. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Ant Man Quantumania. Before we even start, I want to get an, a, like a perspective. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the other Ant Mans? I've seen them. Did I fall asleep during them? So you 100% haven't seen them. Do I remember anything? Well, not if you were asleep. Not really. How would you remember him if you were asleep? I remember like the beginning of the... I remember seeing him <laughs> yeah. do his Ant-Man thing and like, you know, jump um, click. <laughs> have you seen Loki? Not all the way. Not... Okay. Yeah. No. Um, I basically haven't really seen too much that's actually important to this movie. Okay. I could tell you that right now. All right. I want to, and then we can probably start with the elephant in the room, mm-hmm. or the Modoc in the room. 
<laughs> the Modoc in the room right now. See, yeah. for, for me, I know this. I didn't know when we were getting into it, man. I wanted to. I was like gonna ask. I was like, are we gonna save it? Like, what no, is, I want to get anybody? into it right away. <laughs> Modoc. Cause, okay. Because I know this is gonna be polarizing for people. Yes. I, it has to be. Because for me, I know I'm probably I might be like in the minority here, but this is a perfect example of totally different from the comics, but great. It's great. Modoc was great. He was great. Oh gosh. See, okay. see, for me though, like I like the funny stuff. So like this is this is definitely a comedy. It wasn't. Yes. You know, it wasn't like. Like, it's not going to be your dark superhero. Ant-Man was never going to be the dark superhero yes. movie. You know what I mean? So um, I didn't think that was going to happen either. It got a little dark. When, when Modoc first, when his thing first went up, I was like, oh, my <laughs> Dude, everybody <God>. laughed. <laughs> everybody <laughs> laughed. But, like, the more it was happening, I just, like, you started falling in love with that character more and more. Yeah. And I thought it was such a funny, like, callback, especially if they're not expecting to, like, make modok like an ongoing character but also we're in like multiverse territory so we could also get the actual modok eventually right um but i thought it was so funny it was great yeah just like how it was like so bad it was good you know yes, what i mean yes that's 100 percent. you know i okay so not when the thing came up everybody laughed yeah, and i thought it was i thought it was <laughs> absolutely hilarious my the first thought that popped in my head and i asked you at the end of the movie if you ever seen shark boy and lava girl oh no i didn't know what you were saying because we were the the credits were still rolling so i couldn't hear you we had that whole chair in between us right yeah you know the squeaky chair <laughs> just squeaking Broke. over us everybody's macking on popcorn but um yeah no i haven't seen that there's a character in there that's played by george lopez it looks exactly the same it's like really? this whole like a robot but it's like a big head like it's a tv screen almost yeah and his his face is just like so blown out and so big and then it's just like these little tiny legs yeah and that's what he walks on and then he can like extend them almost like doc like dr octopus or oh, something okay. like that kind like of. uh uh fantastic mr fantastic or yeah just like little ribbons yeah <laughs> but it's just this big circle and then all you see is george lopez's face and that's immediately what i saw that's so, so i thought funny. I, th I started laughing at that the face was just kind of funny and then i realized look at the comic book mm -hmm. that is pretty similar right yeah to the comic book yeah, yeah there was as funny as it was there were some differences for sure but yes like the suit was different a little bit uh, and i mean i think modok has hair and you know stuff like that but i was kind of i was because i looked it up i was i was i was curious cause yeah I, I don't have a lot of stuff with, with modok and yeah. i haven't seen it too much i was i, I saw a silver age picture mm -hmm. legit really it it i was like that looks just like it like granted the suit was a little right, yeah. a little bit different but i mean i didn't care about that like but when you look at it if it was real life and that yeah. was modok that's exactly what modok would look like i don't think there's realistically a serious way to portray that character yeah i mean what are you gonna do yeah you put him in a when, paul rudd movie when yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but know? i i think when his when his mask thing was down he looked kind of I thought bad it, a. I thought he was cool, dude. When bad he was a. angry and and got mad, yeah. you know, I was I was like on his side because I was like scared because if I was on the other side, then uh, 
I just didn't want to be there, you know? <laughs> but but his smile, though, every time the thing went up, he's just got that cheesy smile. Hey. But then at the end, when she's like, just don't be a dick. And he's like, I'm not a dick. Yeah. And I was like, that's so fuck. That's so cool. But that was... And then you saw his naked butt. <laughs> <laughs> do you ever see those? Do you remember the old 90s raisin commercials? Uh, Kind of. You know, with the cartoon raisins? Yeah, yeah. That's what he looked like. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's probably a whole nother different type oh, of gosh. problematic. But <laughs> right, so yeah, Modak looked freaking hilarious. So funny. <laughs> um, I did think it was kind of a cool way to like have the callback to that character from the first one, mm-hmm. and um, it kind of gave him like a like a heartwarming end. You know what I mean? Yes. So I thought that was cool. Um, so I brought up Modak. What what points do you want to bring up? besides modok no or yeah just the, just the anything movie, movie point movie point you know i kind of real quick before we get too deep into it did you like it i did i liked it but i mean it was exactly what i thought it was going to be going in mm-hmm. i don't think they i don't think they trashed ant-man in any way i don't think they made him look weak or but because i mean at the end when he got huge and got mad about his daughter he ended up yeah. starting he, you know, that was kind of like the Ant-Man from our bracket. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, yes. You know, I think he's always, especially the way that they have portrayed him, he's a little bit like hesitant to join in. But then when the time comes, he's like, he finds I'm, I'm here, you know? Yeah. Um, other than that, like, I liked the movie. Like I said, I liked the humor as long as it... I don't think it really... Like, there were humor points. And they kept doing callbacks callbacks to those humor points i don't think at any time it really hit like that love and thunder like you cross the line i'm annoyed by this joke for me yeah um you know it was more like paul rudd humor sarcastic humor like things like that That, i didn't didn't mind it i definitely didn't mind it usually i i when it it's when it first started happening i was like let's see how far they yeah you know, I was like, let's see how far they go. And that was one of my first thoughts while in the theater. I was like, let's mm-hmm. see how far they go with it. Well, that's I know what, what's going to happen because it's Paul Rudd. That's what I kind of brought up going into it when we talked about it in the past. It's like they, they're either going to clown on Ant-Man or they're going to do Ant-Man. Like, I, I enjoy the Ant-Man movies. Mm-hmm. They're kind of like that lighthearted, humorous comedy, like superhero. The only thing, I mean... I, I wouldn't even like detriment him for this, but like it was just very stereotypical, like superhero. It's like I'm a superhero. The superhero has something happen to them. They have to get to X Y Z, and now the yeah. the villain comes in and he's winning. But then something happens to flip the switch, and then at the end the heroes almost win. But then the villain comes back, and then the villain almost beats the hero. But then the hero beats the villain in the end and goes home happy happy ending. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then so, and then yeah, villain comes back. Well, yeah, in the post credit scene, <laughs> you find out something's crazy, and it's not what yeah. you thought. But, like, it just always... And I feel like we've talked about that with, like, Stanley's he- heroes and stuff like that. I'm like, they all kind of hit these points, and the heroes always win, and you kind of always know that. And Stanley so had his formula to yeah. making a hero, and it, and it worked. It worked and in the comics. I think, like... I think for me, like I said, I like the movie. It didn't go into Love and Thunder for me. It didn't cross that line. It wasn't corny to me as much mm-hmm. as like She-Hulk was. 
It yeah. was. I don't think it was necessarily corny. I thought it was funny and it had it was humor. Paul Rudd humor in mm-hmm. a superhero movie, which is their Ant Man. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think I think it was. See, for me, I feel like it was more of a Paul Rudd movie than it was a superhero movie. Yeah. So you kind of went to that point of saying, like, are they going to clown on Ant-Man? Yeah. I feel like they clowned on Ant-Man a little bit. Just a little bit. I'm thinking, like, I'm thinking like She-Hulk level clowning on a character. You know what I mean? I mean, I would hope they would never do that again. But they've done it. So they, could, <laughs> they did yeah. it to Thor. And you know what I mean? They... I don't think it crossed those lines for me. So, you know, it's it's their Ant-Man. That's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if if Thor... Thor, we've seen the progression of Thor. So Thor yeah. started out here, he went here, then he went to Ragnarok, and then he went Love and Thunder. And then that's where they crossed the line. Like, Love and Thunder, you still got me. And then you cross that line, you clowned on the character, and now who the heck is Thor at this point? You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think they did that with Ant-Man. No. As far as like, because I feel like that's also like the only Ant Man that we know, right? You know what I'm saying? So like, you can't, nothing's changed. Yeah, there's an Avengers it. animated series that has Ant Man in it, um, and like comics and stuff. And so if you're taking like more of like a straight edge, like um, I don't know, like more buttoned up, like more serious Ant Man, and that's what you have in your head, like. That's not Marvel's Ant-Man at all. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But as far as, like, the Ant-Man progression from one to two to three to, like, Civil War, you know, so on and so forth, they've stayed pretty much, like, in their lane of this is our Ant-Man, I feel like. You know what I mean? Yes. So as long... I was talking more, like, as long as it didn't cross that line Mm -hmm. of, like... I like felt like She-Hulk clowning, Love yeah. and Thunder clowning. That's more what I was talking about. Okay, because I felt more like throughout the movie, I was like, "Come on, dude!" You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you're stronger than that. Like, that's what I kept like thinking to myself. Yeah. Every like side fight or like mini fight scene or something like that, up until the the, the ending, I was kind of like, "Dude, you can come on." Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're smarter than that. You you can you're you're better than that. You know what I'm saying? So it just felt like. Uh, he was confused the whole movie up until the end, which which I think they were trying to portray. Yeah, I don't. It kind of seems that way a little bit with the story that they told with his daughter and everything. And right, I mean, his daughter was always his weakness throughout the whole movie. Mm-hmm. You know, like if don't touch her, don't do this, and that's why he agreed to help out Kang in the first place is because she, he was threatening his daughter. Um, but also like Hank Prim. I feel like he's like the brain, like the smart Ant-Man. He was Ant-Man before Scott Lang. And in this one, like he's he's just a thief who went to steal the suit and ended up becoming Ant-Man. He's not like the scientist. He's not that. Yeah. So, I mean, it is what it is, I guess, At that, on that, you know what I mean? But I totally see what you're saying. Like, like especially coming off of the bracket, and us like holding him so high off of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? We just, it would have been cool just to see him destroy stuff. Yeah. You know, because he could. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, you can get bigger than that, dude. You know, I felt I was, like, I felt like they kept him smaller. I was actually listening. Well, they were in the, the quantum realm, so everything's smaller. But well, yeah, yeah. but like, um, I felt like it, in ratio yeah. point of view, I was that actually I, that we've seen him get bigger. I was actually listening to something on the way here just to see if I like missed anything, and he was actually talking about 
that he said because in one of the other movies he's like i've reached this size and it was um in the harbor i think it was the second ant-man and he gets big and picks up a boat or something i don't remember exactly but in in that one that was the biggest he'd ever been and then in Endgame, he gets bigger than that and then in in comparison to everything around him this is the biggest that scott lang has ever reached in quantumania yeah okay um because before i didn't pick that up but yeah no it's not something from the movie he the guy the guy i was listening to i don't remember his name but he was like if you look here he's actually about 19 people next to and he he was like breaking it down okay i see what you're saying it was like he was like picking it apart and i was like and it didn't even register for me but like now that you said that i was like if this because it was also like remembering his daughter's name's cassie right i think it's cassie yeah she got big but she couldn't last very long and then she like collapsed and needed citrus which is a callback to him wanting oranges after he went big for the first time right um so i think he has to like build up otherwise he he's not strong at that size so he could just go huge but he'd only be able to be that huge for seven seconds yeah whatever right Um, okay so I think I think that's what they're getting at is like okay this is the biggest he's ever been now he's he he passed that now he's now he's this big so yeah so yeah I mean you kind of just want him to be like gigant like uh yeah. in Moon Knight when Kanchu and the other god are like fighting, yeah. over, <laughs> fighting over the pyramids but yeah that yeah would be exactly cool. yeah you know that's what I'm like come on yeah you know get, yeah. get bigger than that come on but also <laughs> also like would they do that in an Ant Man movie Why they're not? gonna do that in an Avengers movie. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. they're gonna do that in like Secret Kang War. Dynasty or oh, yeah. Yeah. Secret Invasion. That's another Wars. thing. Yeah, you know, at by the end of it, by the end of it, you know, I know we didn't say spoilers, but uh, we probably should have said spoilers yeah, we'll a little put it bit in the ago title or something. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're talking about it. We're talking about. It. We're diving in deep. Um, it okay. So by the end of the movie, I enjoyed the movie. I mm-hmm. enjoyed the movie. I didn't know that's, not that it was it, that, not that I thought it was the best movie ever. Oh yeah, yeah, or nothing like that. Is it the best Marvel movie? No, didn't say that. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, all said and done, I felt like it was just a way to get to King Dynasty. Yeah, I, I feel like there's not too much of a future for Ant Man anymore. I think that that's kind of happening across the board mm-hmm. um, with, you know, Iron Man and then we get an Iron Heart and Black Panther. Unfortunately, we got his sister and maybe his kid down the line. Yeah. And um, I don't remember off the top of my head who else, but they're kind of like phasing out all these like people who have been around a while and we're starting to get new versions of themselves moving forward. I think, you know, um, uh, I think we're probably going to get some kind of version of a different Thor. And I think Chris Hemsworth might be on his way out, depending on how they treat Thor <laughs> moving forward. Yeah. You know, it's it's kind of like we're kind of in a weird like state of like passing the torch almost. You know what I mean? It kind of yeah. seems like we're passing the torch and Captain America and um, dude took Falcon took over mm-hmm. Um you know, just stuff like that. Um, in the Hawkeye show, I haven't watched Hawkeye yet, but I know um, Haley, what's it, whatever her name is, she's a singer, Sein, 
Stein, whatever. Um, she was like his like young apprentice kind of thing, you know. So it, it is kind of weird um, that we're in like this weird like passing the torch time. But I also think like that's just kind of what Marvel's been doing too. Is like they're I feel like it's always been that way. Like go back and look at like other than Civil War, obviously. Like, look at a Captain America movie. Like, they're pretty insignificant at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're like the Iron I Man agree. movies are pretty insignificant. Um, the Iron Man movies. I think, like, moving forward, like, they kind of built everything well, off the back yeah. of it. But, like, yeah. once you kind of got into Avengers, it's like Iron Man 3 wasn't really, like, necessary universe changing. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just another Iron Man movie. Um, I, I see what uh, you're other saying. than like the Spider-Man movies, like multi, the multiverse stuff is going crazy in the Spider-Man yeah. movies. You know what I mean? So, Edge of the Spider-Verse and stuff yeah, coming out. Um, but like No Way Home and Homecoming and oh yeah, yeah. those like um, when Mysterio and they kind of open the whole portal and and then when in the other one where they brought the villains from all the other universes and created the rip in time and like I feel like the Spider-Man movies are very critical to like the whole storyline yeah but almost every other movie like solo movie is like you could probably skip it watch the next avengers thing and be fine you might not know who the characters are but yeah. you'll figure it out but i think it's just kind of something that we kind of have to start getting used to as like the viewer you know what i'm saying because yeah. like not everything can be yeah. life-changing and not everything can be universe changing and i feel like that's what most people are now expecting yeah i mean go because, back like when you go back you know you go back to excuse me um you go back to iron man one mm -hmm. not i wouldn't say universe changing but universe setting yeah yeah iron man 2 leading leading up all the way up until avengers the right. first one then universe changing yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like those are important building blocks to to that point. So I feel like those are always kind of going to be the, the staple mm -hmm. and the high horse that people are expecting. And not every movie is going to get that way. Not every movie is going to be like that. Um, and and now that you're saying it, yeah, I guess that we're, we are starting to see that kind of pattern because that's what they started doing, like you said, with Thor. Yeah. And now it's kind of... You know, is Thor going to necessarily be all that important anymore up until you need him for King and Black? Right, yeah. Something I mean, weird. I mean, look at, realistically, the, the season of Loki was more critical in this whole universe and yes. storyline than most of the solo movies in the last 10 years. You That's know what, what I mean? I'm seeing more and more of, is, is everything tying into Loki. And I'm like, not. I don't even think that... I mean, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm sure a lot of people watched it. Oh, yeah. A lot of people, it's like their favorite Marvel show. Ever. Really? Yeah. I don't, okay. I, it wasn't my favorite. I've said that before on the podcast. Yeah. It is a good show. Great. See, I don't, I just, I think it's just because I don't, for some reason, I don't see it that much on Instagram. Yeah. You know, people talking about it, posting about it. And people that I, I know that are into comics and very much into this kind of stuff don't really talk about it. Right. It, you know, as far as me knowing them in person right. and stuff like that, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that do and love it, like you said, you know, but I think it's just at least my surroundings. Yeah. That I'm just like, I also know, like, never, I, I need to watch it. I was listening to like Varian podcasts and they were like praising Loki and yeah. talking about how 
much better Loki was than Moon Knight and how much better Loki. They kind of like used Loki as like their pillar for a long time. Like, but compare it to Loki kind of thing. You know what I mean? And yeah. everybody liked Loki. Like I said, great show. Like everything looked great. There were definitely key elements. And like I definitely wasn't bored watching it. But at the end, I was like, all right, you know. Right. Um, but Loki season two is supposed to be coming. And now with all this Kang stuff. Because Kang originally came up in Loki. Um, so now going into Loki season two, I don't know the exact date. Um, but who knows what's going to happen because in the second the second post credit scene loki and uh, mobius were there um so we'll see oh, okay we'll see what happens that's yeah. gonna be interesting so what you're saying is that loki season two is really kang season one <laughs> it could be yeah i don't know well you like know. um well you haven't seen loki so i don't know if you want spoilers but i mean i'll take them now in in Loki, basically, Loki ends up getting caught and taken to, like, the central hub. I don't remember names of it anymore, but it's, like, the central hub of the universes. And Mobius, oh, uh, Owen Wilson? Yeah. yeah. Owen Wilson's character is, like, kind of like his officer in charge of him, and he takes him, whatever. Um, but they end up finding out, like, Loki wasn't supposed to do something that Loki did, so they captured him to, like, keep the main timeline going and because of this then you get different timelines and the timeline will start to branch off if people don't stick to it so their job is to like go eliminate that issue okay um but now we got this where like all of the kangs are together and this wasn't supposed to happen this was supposed to happen so i mean i don't know what loki season two is but i'm assuming it's gonna have to do with universe jumping and timeline hopping and all yeah. those things you know especially with this big event happening yeah is it going to be before after ant-man in timeline now i mean does it really matter because they're in charge of all timelines and you uh, know, yeah you know what I mean? yeah <laughs> wow so dang you see what they did there created that loophole so yeah. we can't even ask that question no more <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> they're like well there's your answer well that's that's one <laughs> that's one thing that i had an issue that's one thing I'll have an issue with with all this stuff is like, mm -hmm. um, like I I think it's it's an easy way out. I think it's like X Men Days Future Past or something where Wolverine goes back in time to erase everything that happened to basically hard reset everything, the multiverse and Marvel and DC. It's just like I understand it happens in the books and it does this, but it's just your way of being like we ran out of ideas. Let's reset some stuff, come up with new ideas. And then we'll be like, Oh, it's just a different universe. And if something that happens that we didn't like, is doesn't receive well, then we'll be like, yeah, that's not this universe. That's the other universe. Yeah, Or somebody went it's back in like, time and changed it. Yeah. And make it a 15 minute part of the movie. But also like with the quantity of things that they're putting out, it's bound to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. That goes back to like what you were saying earlier with like, people aren't really talking about Loki. It's like, look at the amount of stuff we've seen since Loki. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, nobody's going to talk about that anymore. Yeah. Especially if it's good. Mm -hmm. You know what Especially I mean? Especially if you're just hopping into, I think it'd be pretty far stretch for somebody to just be hopping in, hopping, hopping into the, the MCU and the Marvel universe. Right. But I mean, people do, you know, I'm sure like, but I don't think it's unlikely to be like a person who really liked Marvel and then fell off because of everything that's been happening. That's me. And now coming back in. Right. So now you have to kind of 
piece everything back together mm-hmm. and you know what I mean? So it it's not that unlikely for that to happen. Yeah. You know, and with the abundance of things and people being unhappy with things, like we're talking about the th- everybody's talking about what they're unhappy with. Exactly. People yeah. aren't gonna be like yeah, but Loki was really good and this and that. I mean, I feel like we do it or maybe I do it. We do it. We try to like, do it as much as we can. Like I know. try to talk about like, yeah, She-Hulk was bad. But right before that, we got Moon Knight. Like it's still a lot. Like things are yeah. happening, you know? Yeah. Um, But even going back to um, but the, Wakanda Forever. Yes. Like we talked about how good that was. But again, it was really just a way for them to introduce Namor and they introduced the new Black Panther, you know what I mean? And it's another solo movie. So mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like as good as people think Black Panther is, it was really the same as Ant-Man. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? It was it was a rewrite to get to a certain point. Right. It was that middle I mean, movie. But I mean, what can you do with that one? You know, well, I feel like that one has a pretty good excuse. But we're also but on... Well, at the end of the day, we are on our way to those movies. Yeah. They have to do something to get all these characters involved. Yeah. So we'll see, man. Like you were just saying, people—that's all people talk about—is how much they didn't like it. Yeah, you never. I, I don't hear the oh, I like this so much. Yeah. Other than when we try to talk about it, you know, or trying to listen to somebody's opinion on YouTube, right, or something like that. You know, that's the only time I see it. That's the only time I hear it is when I'm kind of searching for it. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, there definitely are people out there talking about how good things are. But it's also the headlines that you see everywhere. It's like, this sucked. Chris Hemsworth hates Taika Waititi now. It's like, does he hate him? That's how we really. Yeah, that's how we digest things, and and everything is everything's clickbait. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Everything's clickbait, and uh, that's the kind of almost what we've been trained to digest. Right, is negative. We don't digest the positive. Mm-hmm. We don't digest pos- positivity very well as society, I feel like. I mean, even, we dwell on the negative. That's 100%. Like the human way. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. So I you know. I feel like that's another the thing that I've talked about a million times on this podcast is like when I started going to movies and watching shows with no no expectations because like I already like get irritated and like, especially back when I would, I'd be like, if this doesn't happen in this movie, I hate it. You know what I mean? I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to go in with that attitude anymore. Cause I'm just going to hate everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I try to go in more positive and I, I did think it was interesting because now that we've been doing this podcast, we saw black Adam, we mm-hmm. saw Wakanda forever and we've seen Ant-Man and we've done reviews on them and they've all been so different. Like a hundred percent. Like, Polar opposite. Yeah, like every three time. corners of a spectrum. You know, <laughs> so like Black Adam was your action movie. Like this was like your superhero comedy, like lighthearted storytelling, stereotypical superhero story. And then Wakanda Forever was like, I don't, that was its own beast. Like it was so emotional. And yeah. You know what I mean? That, was, one, that one grabbed you by your heartstrings, yeah. you know? Um, but I have one other thing I wanted to talk about. Unless you have another thing to cover on the movie, I want to talk. I, I'm going to save it for last. Um, uh, was there anything else that stood out to you? Other than you know, me, not, I don't, I don't know. I got to go back and watch, especially Loki. Now, you yeah. know, that's probably what I'm going to do tonight. That's on my to do list for tonight is to start Loki. Yeah, you know, because I'm just, I feel like, especially after watching Ant Man last night, 
things will start kind of coming together and piecing together. Right. We'll see where Kang falls into play a little bit more. Um, you know, other than the fact that it was a Paul Rudd movie. Yeah. You know, I expected it very much to be a Paul Rudd movie. Right, yeah. You know, um, I wasn't expecting it to be Iron Man or Spider-Man or anything crazy. Yeah, I it's, did. Not, it's not going to be a dark DC film. Yeah, you know. I did wish he was a little bit stronger, faster through the movie, yeah. you know, and, and got that anger out a little quicker and could fight a little better or something, you oh, know, that, like that brings up another point. Yeah. You yeah. know, but like that, that's, that's really it. That's all I really had is that I wanted more action out of it. I felt like there could have been more action out of it. And I felt like, like you had said at a certain point that he was almost kind of holding back or he would be a little bit of afraid to engage mm-hmm. and things like that. Things that make him human. Well, that's like when, you know, when he first teamed up with Captain America, he basically asked for his autograph. You know what I yeah. mean? Stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. And, um, cause he was just like, there was a, there was a meme on that. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's why he was that. just like a fan of this stuff and then ended up becoming a superhero. You know yeah. what I mean? So he's you know, totally, and, and I dig the yeah. story. I dig the story. Um, I want to see Paul Rudd kind of be a bad A though. Yeah. At the same time, you know what I'm saying? Like I want the the comedy there, but I want to see him be a bad A. Yeah. And I, I feel like no matter no matter what, I mean, when the helmet's on and you can't see his face, bad A. Oh yeah. Second you can see his face, take it away. <laughs> you know, like that's just how it is for me. Yeah. And I feel like I don't know if it's just because like I think, I've seen so many of his other movies, and every right. time I see his face, it's just like up oh, forty year old virgin. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's the one. That's the one you went to. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, though. I was thinking he's like, "I love you, man." Yeah, and, that yeah. one too. You know, there's a lot of them. Um, but uh, I think it's always gonna—he's always gonna be like the underdog. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, like, like I said, he—he always—he was never—he was never like destined to be a superhero. <laughs> you know, he—he mm-hmm. he stumbled into it. Uh, yeah. Like nobody even knows who he is. They're like, "Thank you, so Spider Man," and they're like. <laughs> <laughs> Kang is like, are you the one with the hammer? He's like, yeah. nobody knows who he is, and he's like, but I'm an Avenger. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and then, like but that. he's like walking around town like he's like hot stuff, yeah. picking up his coffee. Right, everybody's turning, looking at him. He's like, yeah. It was funny though, because at the beginning of the movie, they give him free coffee, and he's like, thank you. And they're like, yeah, Spider Man, have a good day. Yeah, and, and then, then like that, stops and pauses, and he's like, oh. Crap. And then at the end of the day, they're like, oh, you're the Ant Man, you're the bug guy, you're that one. <laughs> you're the 12, bug, you're the bug. Twelve dollars for your coffee. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like Spider-Man gets free coffee, but Ant-Man doesn't. Right. Um, that brought up another point, though. It's like, how strong is Kang? That's like what I don't know either. Um, I'm not. I'm not huge on Kang, but I was watching that movie thinking like, if I watched this before the bracket and he was in the bracket, probably would have won. Yeah, but I feel like he's Magneto, but can control things besides metal. You was, know what I mean? Yeah, I was thinking the same thing, but it, it, I don't like I don't know very very much. There's also so many d- versions of Kang which we're going to get into in the Kang Dynasty. So like this exactly. is Kang the Conqueror and then there's Kang there's so many different Kangs. So mm-hmm. we'll see. Um Jonathan Majors though did great especially at the end when you see him being all those different Kangs and Yeah. Uh, wow, he's like he was like so many different people and he he did it well i think and uh i'm excited to see him do more yeah there was a kang in there that looked like uh what's that movie with will smith with the the blue like ogre type of guy uh brink oh yeah yeah you ever see that movie (laughs) oh that's what i was i was wondering if that was like a scroll or something 
I didn't. I, didn't I know. thought maybe maybe it was like a hidden scroll in there too, because uh, isn't it the scrolls? This is where I always get confused between the scrolls and the scree, the scree, cree, the cree. The I don't creed. know. Anyways, I think it's the scrolls that basically shapeshift and they're like in Secret Invasion. I only read a few issues of Secret Invasion, but basically you find out one of the Avengers has been a scroll the whole time and they're trying to invade a the earth and it's this whole thing and i thought i saw one in in the end credit scheme when all of the kangs were there i thought i might have seen a scroll so it's anyways that's a whole nother (laughs) i don't know man now we're getting deep we're getting deep into the multiverse yeah um so quantum mania one the one thing i wanted to end on was just like i really enjoyed how this movie looked yeah um it was like it was like obviously marvel but it almost felt like you were in star wars going to different planets that was one other thing but I also to say. like kind of destiny i don't know if you've ever played destiny yes, yes i was like when they went out and saw bill murray i was like this is like the area from destiny basically yeah. and i was like Dude, this is crazy. When that was happening, dude. Okay, so first those all those things came out and I was like, "Oh, those are like Jawas from uh Star Wars." Yeah. You know, and I was like, and that's kind of what they look like. And you could tell that that's where they pull inspiration from. Not knocking them for it because that's great. Even uh even the thing that they gave Wasp to wear with yes. the thing on like the goggles and I was like, that's straight out of Star Wars. Yeah, I'm like but this I mean, looks like Disney, Star Wars. So. And then th- it goes to the scene where they're kind of like in the desert yeah. area. So and then all these guys start running at them and start fighting them and yeah. all these and all these like gnarly cars and everything and I was like, oh, Mad Max. Yeah. I was like, Mad Max meets Star Wars. Like that's what I was right. thinking during that point. Even, so it was kind of like all these like sci-fi ish. Yeah, movies. I mean it's it was crazy too when like Kang looked down and you saw his armies. Yeah, it's like those are all the stormtroopers. Yeah, you know, it, it dude. was crazy. You know, and um, it's. It's funny to me too, because like I was like thinking like everybody's complained about like Marvel's CG and how things don't look real. I'm like, none of this is real. How are you to say like it doesn't look good? Yeah. Like you don't. Do you know what? You know uh, the thing that Bill Murray was eating, like the little thing, and then <laughs> he throws the little disc back and it gets huge. Yeah. Or like the guy with no holes that they're drinking his ooze. Like <laughs> no holes. How how do you know what that's supposed to look like? How many holes do you? Have? <laughs> he has seven. He's, he's there, and then he like sits there and Kate yeah. counts after he answers. Oh my god, that was the humor that I loved. Yeah. And he's like, I don't have holes. And then Cheedy Cheedy from the Good Place. If if nobody's seen the Good Place, you have to see the Good. Place place um but the the dude with the glowing head that could read people's minds he's from the good place and he was just like stop thinking that please stop thinking that. <laughs> i was like oh my That's god funny. yeah he's like people are disgusting yeah. <laughs> he's like yeah. i wish i really wish i couldn't read people's minds because right. you guys are disgusting yeah, right. <laughs> um but yeah that was that was one of my thoughts is like i think this looks so cool i'm also into like the colorful like fake like not real like designs and mm-hmm. stuff like that like things you can only imagine yeah. you like, know like the things broccoli that guy <laughs> oh my goodness like that was funny that, that was guy uh, looks like broccoli <laughs> literally broccoli <laughs> that guy looks like broccoli <laughs> they're just talking dude yeah. going crazy oh, that it was a, it was a crazy cool movie um i definitely like i totally get what you're saying i like the aesthetic it seemed like there was you know obviously quantum for you know four different levels or four mm-hmm. different like elements to this realm 
or multiverse. Yeah, I mean, in. yeah. I'm still a little confused on exactly where it's at, what it is. Um, you know I'm, what I'm saying? If I'm not mistaken, the quantum realm is basically if you shrink down and you just keep shrinking and shrinking and shrinking, it's like essentially like this realm inside of, I don't know. Like that's like when they're going in, they basically have to keep shrinking to get into it. Okay. So that's what happened with Modok when he got sent to the quantum realm, his, his proportions didn't shrink and expand evenly. So that's their excuse for him having a huge head and tiny legs and things like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as far as like what it is specifically, I would have to go back and watch some stuff. Yeah, because that's where I'm I'm at. Because they're like, this is the multiverse, but then like wasn't. Later in the movie, they, they said that about somewhere. Yeah. Oh, well, it was a. Uh, uh, I'm trying to remember. Uh, it was a, a Kang. It was at the end. It was one of the Kangs. Yeah. Well, the Kangs. I think it was the ending. One of the ending scenes. Yeah. The first one. So the Kangs. Those are all Kangs from different universes. Yeah. So that. So there's like the, four at the end. Remember that? Yeah. It almost reminded me of like the wizard scene from Black Adam. Where like I think that is from Loki, if I'm not mistaken. There were three like different Kangs in Loki. And like Kang the Conqueror was the one that was exiled for not having like aligned ideas. And it was okay. it's like there's a lot more to that story. Right. But without recently seeing Loki and like researching into it, I couldn't even tell you exactly anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like I can kind of piece bits of it together, but beyond that, it's I'd have to rewatch so many things to, you know, figure <laughs> it out. And there's other things that are going to make more sense now. It's like, oh, that's this and that's this. And, right. you know, there's callbacks in the whole movie with the citrus stuff and Hulk turning him into a baby. And then. At one point, didn't um, didn't Cassie like grab somebody and swing them over the head and like smash them on both sides? Yeah, I think so. I, I yeah. think that was like a callback to like the, the first Hulk Avengers movie. Yeah, yeah. I was like, that's great. I, I love that kind of stuff. Yeah, it, it was it was a stepping stone movie for sure. Yeah, a Paul Rudd movie mm-hmm. for sure. I really enjoyed it. Um, I don't really have anything crazy bad to say about it. Yeah. You know, I know that this is supposed to be, if I'm not mistaken, the last movie that we have in line before Marvel says that they're not, you know, like remember yeah. how they released about a month and a half ago, maybe two months ago, they released that statement saying like, we hear it, we hear you guys, we're rethinking our strategy. Yeah, I, don't know. I don't know if we're going to see immediate reactions to that just because so many things are in the works already that's what i'm saying so i'm i think we're we're coming up to one of the last few things if if i'm not mistaken i believe it's this or guardians of the galaxy that is yeah, gonna guardians be is done well I mean, those are obviously done but those are supposed to be some of the last stuff and then it's all new from when they made the promise yeah you get what i'm saying so like yeah. fresh start that's what i'm really waiting for we're at the tail end right that's, before a fresh start that's another that's <clears throat> what i'm saying though i don't know if it's gonna be like a cut and dry line you know what i mean because i'm pretty sure like i'm pretty sure like scenes of iron heart are done like we already seen like sneak peeks of iron heart like yeah. you know what i mean but they've yeah. also released it a couple months ago and i'm sure yeah had a i think we're gonna see <clears throat> 
I gonna I think we're gonna see more like um like editing like cutting room floor changes until they're like moving forward this is this yeah you know what I mean um I just don't think it's gonna be like a day and night like Guardians of the Galaxy is over expect a new Marvel you know what I mean yeah yeah so I'm we'll n- I'm not necessarily saying that yeah. but I, I'm I'm w- I know that I'm we're gonna be able to notice something for oh sure. yeah so that's that's kind of what I'm saying is that like we're getting there. We're getting there in, into the new-ish yeah. Marvel to where we'll hopefully see, there's... We'll see, too, because, like, Guardians was James Gunn. So that's already going to feel like all the other Guardians. Mm-hmm. You know, I th- I personally think, like, Ant-Man was very, like, much in lane with all the other Ant-Men. Yeah. Like I said, Ant-Men, Ant-Mans. Um, You're right. <laughs> so I just... I just I think they're doing okay with these few. I just don't... I hope they just stay away from things like She-Hulk. Stay mm-hmm. away from... Not stay away from the character, but... Like, don't think that's a good idea anymore. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Don't... And, clown, stop clowning on them, you yeah. know, at a certain point. Like, and I, I think... We'll see, too, because I know they're like, we want quantity or quality over quantity, but then, like in one year we're gonna get like daredevil echo like we're gonna get a bunch of stuff so yeah we'll see we'll see yeah here we Uh, go but i think i think overall movie was good one out of ten what do you rate it you you rated a one out of ten no one out of ten what do you rate it? oh what do i rate one to ten if a five is okay I I give it a six and a half. Okay, you know I liked it. I liked it a little more than I thought I was going to. See, I never know what to think. You're gonna think about Marvel stuff because yeah. I feel like you almost go in like wanting to hate it, but yeah. then you're also like, well, I didn't hate it. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Because <laughs> you go in with such low expectations, you're like. I thought it was going to be a negative seven, and it was a six. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> seriously. But if you, not gonna lie, if you yeah. went in thinking it was going to be a ten, you're going to be like, "That was a two. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, it, you know, I've that's kinda, that no expectations stuff. I've uh, I've learned how to prepare myself for for Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> I I was thinking like seven, six, seven. There two. we go. So so um, we're right there. As far as like. Like I would watch this again. Like I would watch. I have to watch. I again. would watch Ant Man again for sure. Um, but I, I, my low rating comes from just not being like original. But at the same time, I, it's mm-hmm. like you said, it was a stepping stone movie. Yeah, they're not gonna make any huge changes other than the ones that were announced. Like we knew we were getting Kang. Yeah, we knew they were going to Quantum Realm. <laughs> you know, like right. we knew those things. Uh, you know, this is this is one of those movies. You know, would I would I go and see it again right now? No. Yeah. Black Adam. Yeah, I did that with. You know. <laughs> yeah. There's um, like you said, I don't I don't know if it's if it's Marvel. I feel like it's just the last couple of years of Marvel. Yeah. Because you know it's been so up and down. Yeah, it's been a roller coaster. You know, really, I don't want to. I don't want to talk bad. Yeah, over here, you know, and and be like, oh, just because of She Hulk, you know, and yeah. stuff like that, because that's really what it comes down to, at least for me at this point in time, it is it, that like we ju- we're coming off some hot trash, and like, <laughs> you know, but b- yeah. we thought we, you know, going into She Hulk, we thought we had trash, you know, and then we really got trash, yeah, and uh, um, I think it's funny too, cause like. Uh, I've talked to a couple people about our podcast that have listened to it, 
and they're like I don't know if we'd get along. I'm a DC guy and you're a Marvel guy. I'm like, I'm not a Marvel guy. Yeah. It's just, it's just Javier is so DC that I just sound like a Marvel guy. I, I, I like everything. Oh God. I'm DC, Marvel image, whatever. Right. But he just makes me sound like a Marvel guy. (laughs) Like it's not, it's not that I don't like DC. I love DC. Everybody loves DC, man. That's where it's at. (laughs) Everybody loves Marvel too. There's, um, I can't really, you know, when it comes down to if I have a favorite between the two, I can't, I can't pick. Yeah. Realistically, you know what I'm saying? Um, DC has, I mean, DC has Batman. Yeah. Marvel has Spider-Man. Yeah, right. I love the both of them. I think uh, it's, I, I say this and I still agree with it. Granted, I will, I will expand a little bit more after I'm done. When it comes to like villains i'm all like dc 100 uh-huh. percent. when it comes to heroes i'm quite a bit more into marvel yeah that being said like the bat family i love mm-hmm. but i'm not like super attached to spider-man i'm not super attached to the flash i'm not super attached to cyborg or yeah. you know as far as that goes but i mean my childhood is more attached to spider-man than anything right but since miles is such a big thing now. Yeah. I've, as an adult, fallen in love with Spider-Man again. But I mean, I'm also thinking like Deadpool, that's Marvel. Like, I almost think about like a hero outside of the Bat family and and Superman, obviously. But like, if I think of a hero, I'm like, oh, that's Marvel. Oh, that's Marvel too. That's Marvel. Right. (laughs) You know? Yeah. And then when when we did the Marvel villains episode, it was already like a stretch to think of Marvel villains other than like anti-heroes or like villains that are actually heroes, like Hulk being mad or, yeah, you know, stuff like that. Mad like, Hulk. <laughs> even Magneto was a villain, but he kind of bounced that line back and forth where like him and Professor X were friends and then they split and he was the villain. Mm-hmm. But then he came back to the hero side for a while. And then depending on what story you get, he's a villain again. And, you know, it's like, it's like whiplash, Sam, like some Spider-Man villains. Yeah. Like Sam man and, you know, Electro and stuff, but even them, you really like Kingpin too. Yeah. You're a big Kingpin fan. Yeah. Kingpin seeing more and more heat. No, I feel, I feel think, like more and more spotlight. I think that's even due to like the, the Daredevil thing coming back. Mm-hmm. He was in Hawkeye, stuff like that. Um, but even as far as like Spider-Man villains, like I don't really know be, be, beyond them being Spider-Man villains. It's like, don't know anything about them. You know what I mean? Right. It's like, cool. But then you tell, it's like Joker. I can talk about Joker. I can talk about Scarecrow. I can talk about Poison Ivy. Yeah. Quinn, yeah, I totally see what you're saying. You know, um, but yeah, I think overall, that's the wrap up for <laughs> Ant-Man Quantumania. Yeah. We, we got a solid, what I say, six and a half and you said seven. Yeah. So I we got seven. a 6.75 <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> out of 10. <laughs> that average is hard to figure out. So, right. uh, uh, math. Um, I think that's actually where it meets in the middle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's only two people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, the six, the seven, five, whatever. Anyways, but. <laughs> well, if you multiply them and then you divide by the number of numbers. And, right. Um, you know, that wraps up the review, you know. Yeah. Let's get into the pool list. Let's go. Let's go.
Explosions. We're diving on into our pull list to wrap up this week's podcast, man. What's on your pull list this week, man? This week, we're starting with Titans United Blood Pact number six. I like Titan stuff. Titan stuff is always cool to me. I don't know what's really going on in the story too much, but it sounds like the Titans are turned fugitives, and I could be completely misunderstanding this whole synopsis, but we are going to see the Titans fight Brother Blood and Dark Daughter in this one for the final time. Ooh. So it could get spicy. Yeah, sounds like it, man. There we go. Got any variants on this one? We have... A few, a couple, a couple just variants. Couple, just a couple, couple variants. C and D. C and D. Yeah. And where's B at? Don't know. B. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's an A B variant conversation. Let's see C you way right out now. of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yes. All right. Book number two on the poll list. We're getting into deceased War of the Undead Gods. Number six. Got the chair squeaking. <laughs> Are we at the movie theater? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Dude, I did not know that Deceased was coming back. I didn't either. I didn't know. We're already on issue number six of this War of the Undead So Undead it Gods. came back. Yeah, it came back <laughs> yeah. and uh, came out swinging and flew right under my radar, and I had no idea Deceased right. was coming back. So I'm stoked on those. They make for some of the sickest covers that I've ever oh, seen. Oh, yeah. You know, I collected, uh, I have some of the Wonder Woman ones. Uh, we had the homie John, Jonatron, send oh, yeah, us yeah. that uh, the deceased Batman. Yes. Which is super cool. It was a, a 9.8 yellow label, which yeah. was super awesome. Um, yeah, I've been a big fan of deceased recently. And for this to just fly under my radar and fly under my nose like that, I'm a little bit upset <laughs> that I didn't know, dude. Yeah. You know, because now it's going to, I don't know how hard it's going to be to find one through five. Right. And you know me, I have to just start you going in them. on it. Yeah, <sighs> we did open that deceased uh, like surprise box or whatever. Too. We did. Yeah. There's the uh, the Joker. Oh yeah, the Joker. we got the, we got the Joker back there. But um, yeah, I'm s- real surprised for this to to not hear about anything about this right, up yeah. until this point right here. We were at a convention the other day, and oh, somebody yeah. started talking to me. I was talking to some guy about deceased just the the first time it came out. Right. You know, and nobody said nothing about this <laughs> this other one that is currently yeah. coming out, you know. So uh I don't know. People need to start talking about it cuz <laughs> <laughs> I'm not hearing about it, yeah. you know. So specifically to me. <laughs> yeah, it's specifically, you know, because there's no reason I should have not heard about it. Somebody should have spoken up and said something, and right. I'm not taking the blame for this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not my fault I don't know things. <laughs> it's not. It's not at all. We're going to have 32 pages on this one, and uh, probably retail for a cover price of that $5.99. $5.99. I think it's $5.99. It could be $4.99. The yeah. screenshot that I have of my pull list is actually kind of cut off right there, so I don't know yeah. 100% the price, but wouldn't surprise me if it's 32 been going book. up a little bit with their bigger names and stuff, too, so. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. They know what they got. (laughs) Third book on the list is Punisher War Journal, base number one. So I'm watching Punisher right now. I'm finishing up the second season, and I just need a little bit more Punisher in my life. So I'm putting Punisher right here on our pull list. This is going to follow Frank Castle coming back from war. You know, he's a father, he's a dad, he's a husband, he's a soldier. And, um, you know, coming back from war, especially some of the things that 
the Punisher saw in war is not easy to deal with coming back from that and coming back into the real world, you know? So I think it kind of, um, I think it follows him on his struggles, like integrating back into the real world and maybe he doesn't integrate well. We'll have to see. They actually did um, Punisher War Journal back in the 90s, 80s, when I have one, and I want to say the cover price on it was one one fifty or something. Yeah, so I believe that's I think, 90s, 93-ish. I think, correct me in the comments if I'm wrong, but I think most of the Punisher stuff they do now is war journals. Yeah. There's just like this war journal, that war journal, and different war journal series and things mm-hmm. like that. I don't know if he's doing if there's like a Punisher solo series outside of that. Um, mm-hmm. But I know like after he got um, announced and brought up and brought into the Marvel universe, um, they kind of just put him into war journals and kind of left him there. As far as I know. Seems um, that way. seems that way. Cause I know they did like Punisher kills the Marvel universe. And I think after that, it was all war journals after that. So. Probably. It sounds sounds to be that way. The war journal of the 90s was one of my favorite lines. Yeah. Lots of cameos, lots of special appearances. There mm-hmm. was, I think, issue number four, getting into it, had a sick Wolverine cover. I have it somewhere. I have to find it. <laughs> I know it's in one of these boxes. I've got yeah. so many boxes around here now. But I, I feel like uh, lots of cool potential here, especially with the whole... There's a lot of Wolverine coming out. There's yeah. a lot of Deadpool coming out. There's some cool stuff they can do. Now that I think about it, now that I just said everything I said, I think that I was wrong. Because I think we were looking at a Punisher slab, but it was a 9.6, so I got the Daredevil slab instead. Wasn't it a Punisher, but yes. it was from like 2018? So there have been like little series off. Probably. I know a lot of it's been war journals. Mm-hmm. It could have been like a one shot yeah, or every, just like a mini run or something Every like once that. in a while, there's just more war journals. There's a war journal here. There's a war journal coming out in a few weeks or whatever. So yeah. I know a lot of it's revolving around war journal stuff. Right. But I don't know. I don't know how the storylines are going outside of that and if how many there are. Right. We'll see. We'll find out as, yes. uh, as we get them. Yes. Before we dive into the last book on the list, guys, make sure to hit that subscribe button and turn that notification bell on so you guys don't miss out on any podcast, videos, pull lists, none of it. It's going to be like a little pop-up thing down here. Yeah, it should be should be <laughs> popping up right there. So <laughs> hit that subscribe button, guys. It really does help us out. So we're going to dive in to the last book on the list, diving into Batman One Bad Day, Clayface. Clayface issue number one. Yes. They're obviously all issue number ones. They're just one shots. <laughs> yeah. So I don't, I don't know why I always say issue number one at the end of these. But we're getting into the Clayface edition. This one interests me a little bit because I actually don't know very much about Clayface other than what I've actually seen in the Harley Quinn animated series. Yeah, we were talking spin-off. about it a little bit before we started shooting. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. So I don't, I don't know very much aside from that. It seems like we pretty much got all we need to in... Uh, <laughs> In Harley Quinn. In animated. I think, yeah, I think it's a, I think it's like a exaggerated version of him. But yeah. yeah it's but like, comedic. You right, know, yeah. it's supposed to be. It's uh, supposed to be like adult swim humor, you know. Right. So. I feel like, I don't, maybe that it goes for like, you know, in all the Batman. I don't think Clayface is a huge Batman uh, villain, Mm-mm. he's kind of a staple, but not like the, not as big as the Joker, or Scarecrow, yeah. Riddler, things like that. But then also like 
the Batman movies in like the seventies, <laughs> you know, yeah. how easy was it to make somebody like Clayface look good? You know what I mean? Right. What yeah, would we have gotten hard. if we got a Clayface? You know. Yeah. So like maybe, an old Greg looking thing. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, the 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 Batman. We could get a cool clay face now. Like, oh yeah, that would be cool. Be all CG, but it would would be definitely yeah, really really cool. We're kind of I guess playing off of the origin story. I think this so. Issue, yeah. um, going back to his roots of wanting to be an actor before mm-hmm. he turned into this clay abomination monster thing. <laughs> um, he's going back to his roots, moving to Los Angeles to try and become an actor now. <laughs> That's what that's the story yeah. that we're following in this one bad day. And um, you know, he's he's figuring out that a lot of places are just like Gotham City, apparently. Yeah, just dark and yeah. people are horrible and yeah. Yeah, the gra- you know, people always say the grass is greener on the other yeah. side and you know, it just depends on what side you're standing on. Yeah. You know, that's always how it looks. I don't think all people are horrible. I just want to clarify that. <laughs> I, mean, I, think, I think it does break that down a little bit in the synopsis. That's why I said it, but yeah, you know. Actually, if you're listening right now, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> DC said it, not me. Yeah. <laughs> DC Comics. You're you a know. horrible person if you're listening to this right now. <laughs> right. There's got to be some kind of special kind of person that listens to our podcast. That's smart. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we're going to have... These are these are pretty big books. We get yeah. 40 to 50 pages on this one. They're usually around uh, $6.99 price, so... A little bit up there. Sometimes I've seen them hit eight to ten bucks. And imagine we're getting that classic orange cover variant, like all the other ones, and uh, some other cool variants that come with the One Bad Day stuff. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Especially the uh, they kind of got their own little trade dress going yeah. for it, which is pretty pretty neat for the main covers. So I dig them. I think these are the new versions of like the Killing Joke mm-hmm. and what would be the modern day Killing Joke right. for if if we had those for each villain. So here we go. I'm down for it. Oh yeah. This one seems a little funny. This one seems a little weird. Right. I don't, like I said, I don't know too much about Clayface, but uh, I'm here to learn and I'm here along for this ride. That being said, be sure to check out the links in the description for things like free money. When you use our link to sign up on whatnot, get a free $10. When you use that link, get 10% off your jitterless energy. When you visit W.G.G. code collective comics at checkout. And until next time, this has been collective comics. That's a fart. Oh my god. Look at him. You crop dusting across your open house. It's a disgrace. He farted in my open house. You sure did.